Hi, and welcome back to my podcast. This is Raul, your host, and this is Chasing Financial Independence. I'm ever so grateful for the opportunity to share my stories, what I've learned, and hopefully through my stories and through my message and things that I've learned that I'm going to share will help you as well. I hope that at the end you have a good takeaway and something useful for you. So right now, we have four properties. And as you know, when you have property and you have a mortgage, you have expenses. I mean, you're going to have expenses no matter what when you have a property. Uh, ultimately, the goal is for your m- money to make you money and so you don't have to. So right now, we have one property. Of course, the one that costs the most is in the DMV, which is D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, DMV. And as you know, it's a whole different world when you go to Washington, D.C. I'm sure it's the same thing for property values in California, specifically Southern California, as well as New York City and Boston, as well as other places uh, around the country. Wherever there's money, of course, uh, property values are going to be high. So... I am so grateful, at the end of the day, I'm grateful because every opportunity, every challenge comes with an equal or greater reward. So let me restate that. So every adversity you have in life, every time you got to go up a hill, there's an equal or greater reward on the other side of that hill. Now, having been a soldier over 20 years, I know what it's like to climb a hill with, you know, weight on your back, a backpack, rucksack, helmet, you know, full battle rattle, all that stuff that weighs you down. If it's hot, you're sweating. If it's cold, you're sweating. And at the end of the day, you're so grateful when you have reached and got to the other side of the mountain. I remember hearing this uh, hymn or song, uh, I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountain I'm doing the best that I can so we are all trying to get to the other side of the mountain we can't give up halfway just because it's hard you know right now we're in the middle of COVID-19 and how it has wreaked havoc on the world not just the United States we're just a small microcosm of the world United States is, uh, this little bitty country that has a fourth of the world's wealth and produces the most amount of uh, domestic product. So here we are, and things are starting to lighten up. This is October of uh, 2020. Today is the 10th of October already, unbelievable. We are 10 days into the last quarter of the year. And at the end of the day, you know what happens. You set a plan. You say, we're going to save X amount. We're going to spend X amount. We're going to cut back on using credit cards. And, you know, you have those reality checks that come every once a month. You're like, okay, where are we now? Where are we bleeding money? And as you know, we're all bleeding money somewhere. And our number three places, number the first three places to check is housing. You know, how much is your housing cost? 
can you possibly downsize to reduce your your cash outflow so you can hold on to more of your money so you can save it and invest it so your money will make you money so housing is the number one the second one that's you know makes you bleed money is, is what I'm doing now driving your automobile so you buy a car let's say your car payment is $400 a month you're paying the car insurance for it now you have to pay gap insurance and then on top of gap insurance you're gonna have to buy warranty and your $400 car payment now is closer to $800 and you know you still got to put gas in it you know you still got to change the tires you got to get oil change every so often and when you hit a certain certain plateau with the car you will have to uh, you know you gotta change out the, the, the brake fluid the antifreeze the, you know the transmission fluid all that good stuff that has to be maintained because if you don't take care of your car it won't take care of you so back to the usage of credit so a lot of people are hurting now a lot of people are hurting and uh, one of the things that I'm looking into delving into and, and starting to learn more about is fintech financial finance and technology the world of technology when you look it up the number two growing industries the top two are the world of finance and the other one is technology as you know finance and technology those people that work in those fields tend to make the most money think about it when you go to the bank, you know, why did the bank charge so daggone much? Oh, you, 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 you submitted your credit card payment after 12 o'clock, so we got to charge you a uh, late fee. And, you know, you have my money before the end of the day, didn't you? No, we had the price. Boy, you got to love these banks. They find a way to rip you off. Unpersonal if you work in a bank. But, you know, people that work in the bank are not the ones that make the money. Only the people that own the bank, stockholders, and you know, the other dudes. That's who makes the money in the bank. Because you, when you see the salaries of what people make, you got to be a senior managing director somewhere to make the six, seven figure income. Everybody else is just working 12 hours a day trying to get by, like the rest of us. Unless you work on a trading floor, and you've heard of it, you go to these. Big banks, for example, Wells Fargo, that bought out uh, Wachovia, and you go in there and you see, you know, it looks like half a football field of workstations. You go row by row by row, and they're buying and selling money, and they're making a lot of money for the bank and for the stockholders. And at the end of the day, of course, the bank is in business to make money for the bank, and the CEO of the bank is responsible to keeping the the board of directors happy so the stockholders will be happy and at the end of the day they make money but you know that you won't so chasing financial independence it's all about the you know the Benjamins it's all about learning some lessons uh, my latest thing that I've recently gone through is you know taking out a signature loan now let's be real let's be real you try to take out an unsecured loan now, let's say it's $10,000, they're going to charge you, let's say 10%, 9-10% for that loan. So if you pay the minimum every month until you pay it in full, you're going to pay 
at least four or five thousand dollars to borrow the ten thousand that you borrowed. So what they tell you about the ten percent interest, why do they have two different things? They say, oh, the APR is this, but then there's another number, and you really should count the other number, which tends to be higher. If you take out a loan with Lending Club, yeah, we're gonna lend it to you at 10%, but it's really 13.9. So you're paying it back 14%. So a little bit of loan all of a sudden is a lot of money, a lot of money. So if you can start saving, start investing your money, if you can cut back on housing, your car, and I forgot the third one, which is food, and who doesn't love to go out to lunch with the fellas or with the girls and, you know, enjoy lunch and chit-chat and socialize and whatever you do, whatever we do, because I'm part of that crew, I, yeah, I like to go out for lunch, but that sucker's going to stop. It's going to be like once a month, if that much, because the reality is the money that you could have saved by not buying your lunch and paying 9 10 11 $12 for lunch, you could have had lunch for the whole week for nine, 10, 11, 12 dollars. Just by, you know, if you like pasta and you like chicken and you like steak, you can get it all that. You can put all that together. You can cook it on Friday or Sunday or whenever you do it and you prepackage them. You put them in the little containers. It's time for lunch. You enjoy your lunch that you made. And if you don't like to cook, well, you know, they sell them in big containers. At the grocery store, and even Walmart, you know, chicken Alfredo, and you drop a few little nuggets of veggies in there, and then you got a meal. And instead of paying $10, $12 for lunch, you're gonna pay $2 for lunch. And instead of buying a soda or a drink, if you're one of those people that like to use your money wisely, you could possibly, you know, make yourself one of them drinks in those machines that they sell and you can have a carbonated drink that you made and you know it won't have a million pounds of sugar which won't affect your health down the road by uh, consuming too much sugar and making your pancreas work so hard so once again I just want to go over what we talked about we want to definitely absolutely cut back on our expenses the top three places we cut is housing Next is our automobile or transportation, and last but not least is food. And if you want a budget to go out once a month, you know, that, that's good. Once a month is reasonable. But if you're trying to go out for lunch, I mean dinner, you know, every weekend and go twice, and that's eight meals for a weekend. And when you think about it, if you spend $50 for two of you, eight times in a month, you know, you do the numbers, that's $400. It takes you like two days or three days you work two or three days so you can go out to dinner four or five times or eight times a month is it worth it to you when you're older and you need money to survive the only kind of loan I just gonna be real here I tell it like it is the only loan you cannot ever get when you get old and you're no longer working is a retirement loan you're gonna have to either keep working so you can afford to maintain your lifestyle or you're gonna have to figure out how to survive on however much money you have coming in, which is gonna hurt, let me tell you. I see them every day. How am I supposed to pay my bills when this happens? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Top three expenses, we talked about them. Housing, 
transportation and food. Hope that you hit like, hit me up with five stars, share with your friends, put it on your Facebook. This brother Raul tells it like it is and he's chasing financial independence. This is Raul, your humble host. Peace.